You're listening to Meditating the Word, and we're reading the Bible in a year using the Blue Letter Bible one-year chronological plan. We'll read the entire Bible this year in the order the events actually occurred chronologically. The translation I'm using is the World English Bible, but feel free to follow along in your favorite translation. You can download a copy of the reading plan from blueletterbible.com. You'll find a link in the notes. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and on YouTube. That way, you'll get a notification each time a new episode is released. This is Day 26. Today, we'll be reading Genesis chapters 41 and 42. The Book of Genesis, Chapter 41 At the end of two full years, Pharaoh dreamed, and behold, he stood by the river. Behold, seven cattle came out of the river. They were sleek and fat, and they fed in the marsh grass. Behold, seven other cattle came up after them out of the river, ugly and thin, and stood by the other cattle on the brink of the river. The ugly and thin cattle ate up the seven sleek and fat cattle. So Pharaoh awoke. He slept and dreamed a second time, and behold, seven heads of grain came up on one stalk, healthy and good. Behold, seven heads of grain, thin and blasted with the east wind, sprung up after them. The thin heads of grain swallowed up the seven healthy and full ears. Pharaoh awoke, and behold, it was a dream. In the morning, his spirit was troubled, and he sent and called for all of Egypt's magicians and wise men. Pharaoh told them his dreams, but there was no one who could interpret them to Pharaoh. Then the chief cupbearer spoke to Pharaoh, saying, I remember my faults today. Pharaoh was angry with his servants and put me in custody in the house of the captain of the guard with the chief baker. We dreamed a dream in one night, he and I. Each man dreamed according to the interpretation of his dream. There was with us there a young man, a Hebrew, servant to the captain of the guard. And we told him, and he interpreted to us our dreams. He interpreted to each man according to his dream. As he interpreted to us, so it was. He restored me to my office and he hanged him. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph, and they brought him hastily out of the dungeon. He shaved himself, changed his clothing, and came into Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have dreamed a dream, and there is no one who can interpret it. I have heard it said of you that when you hear a dream, you can interpret it. Joseph answered Pharaoh, saying, It isn't in me. God will give Pharaoh an answer of peace. Pharaoh spoke to Joseph. In my dream, behold, I stood on the brink of the river, and behold, seven fat and sleek cattle came up out of the river. They fed in the marsh grass. And behold, seven other cattle came up after them, poor and very ugly and thin, such as I never saw in all the land of Egypt for ugliness. The thin and ugly cattle 
ate up the first seven fat cattle, and when they had eaten them up, it couldn't be known that they had eaten them, but they were still ugly as at the beginning. So I awoke. I saw in my dream, and behold, seven heads of grain came up on one stalk, full and good, and behold, seven heads of grain, withered, thin, and blasted with the east wind, sprung up after them. The thin heads of grain swallowed up the seven good heads of grain. I told it to the magicians, but there was no one who could explain it to me. Joseph said to Pharaoh, The dream of Pharaoh is one. What God is about to do, he has declared to Pharaoh. The seven good cattle are seven years, and the seven good heads of grain are seven years. The dream is one. The seven thin and ugly cattle that came up after them are seven years, and also the seven empty heads of grain blasted with the east wind. They will be seven years of famine. That is the thing which I have spoken to Pharaoh. God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. Behold, seven years of great plenty throughout all the land of Egypt are coming. Seven years of famine will arise after them, and all the plenty will be forgotten in the land of Egypt. The famine will consume the land, and the plenty will not be known in the land by reason of that famine which follows, for it will be very grievous. The dream was doubled to Pharaoh, because the thing is established by God, and God will shortly bring it to pass. Now therefore, let Pharaoh look for a discreet and wise man, and set him over the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh do this, and let him appoint overseers over the land, and take up the fifth part of the land of Egypt's produce in the seven plenteous years. Let them gather all the food of these good years that come, and store grain under the hand of Pharaoh for food in the cities, and let them keep it. The food will be to supply the land against the seven years of famine which will be in the land of Egypt, so that the land will not perish through the famine. The thing was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of all his servants. Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find such a one as this, a man in whom is the Spirit of God? Pharaoh said to Joseph, Because God has shown you all of this, there is no one so discreet and wise as you. You shall be over my house. All my people will be ruled according to your word. Only in the throne I will be greater than you. Pharaoh said to Joseph, Behold, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. Pharaoh took off his signet ring from his hand and put it on Joseph's hand and arrayed him in robes of fine linen and put a gold chain about his neck. He made him ride in the second chariot which he had and they cried before him, Bow the knee! He set him over all the land of Egypt. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh. Without you, no man shall lift up his hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. Pharaoh called Joseph's name Zephanath Paneah. He gave him Asenath, the daughter of Potipharah, priest of On, as a wife. 
Joseph went out over the land of Egypt. Joseph was thirty years old when he stood before Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Joseph went out from the presence of Pharaoh and went throughout all the land of Egypt. In the seven plenteous years, the earth produced abundantly. He gathered up all the food of the seven years which were in the land of Egypt and laid up the food in the cities. He stored food in each city from the fields around that city. Joseph laid up grain as the sand of the sea very much until he stopped counting, for it was without number. To Joseph were born two sons before the year of famine came, whom Asenath, the daughter of Potipharah, priest of On, bore to him. Joseph called the name of the firstborn Manasseh, for, he said, God has made me forget all my toil and all my father's house. The name of the second he called Ephraim, for God has made me fruitful in the land of my affliction. The seven years of plenty that were in the land of Egypt came to an end. The seven years of famine began to come, just as Joseph had said. There was famine in all lands, but in all the land of Egypt there was bread. When all the land of Egypt was famished, the people cried to Pharaoh for bread. And Pharaoh said to all the Egyptians, Go to Joseph, what he says to you, do. The famine was over all the surface of the earth. Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold to the Egyptians. The famine was severe in the land of Egypt. All countries came into Egypt to Joseph to buy grain, because the famine was severe in all the earth. Chapter 42 Now Jacob saw that there was grain in Egypt, and Jacob said to his sons, Why do you look at one another? He said, Behold, I have heard that there is grain in Egypt. Go down there and buy for us from there, so that we may live and not die. Joseph's ten brothers went down to buy grain from Egypt, but Jacob didn't send Benjamin, Joseph's brother, with his brothers, for he said, Lest perhaps harm happen to him. The sons of Israel came to buy among those who came, for the famine was in the land of Egypt. Joseph was the governor over the land. It was he who sold to all the people of the land. Joseph's brothers came and bowed themselves down to him with their faces to the earth. Joseph saw his brothers and he recognized them, but acted like a stranger to them and spoke roughly with them. He said to them, Where did you come from? They said, From the land of Canaan to buy food. Joseph recognized his brothers, but they didn't recognize him. Joseph remembered the dreams which he dreamed about them and said to them, You are spies. You have come to see the nakedness of the land. They said to him, No, my lord, but your servants have come to buy food. We are all one man's sons. We are honest men. Your servants are not spies. He said to them, No, but you have come to see the nakedness of the land. They said, We are your servants, our twelve brothers, the sons of one man in the land of Canaan. And behold, the youngest is today with our father, and one is no more. Joseph said to them, It is like I told you, saying, You are spies. By this you shall be tested. By the life of Pharaoh, you shall not go out from here 
unless your youngest brother comes here. Send one of you, and let him get your brother, and you shall be bound, that your words may be tested whether there is truth in you, or else, by the life of Pharaoh, surely you are spies. He put them all together in custody for three days. Joseph said to them the third day, Do this and live, for I fear God. If you are honest men, then let one of your brothers be bound in your prison, but you go. Carry grain for the famine of your houses. Bring your youngest brother to me. So will your words be verified, and you won't die. They did so. They said to one another, We are certainly guilty concerning our brother, and that we saw the distress of his soul when he begged us, and we wouldn't listen. Therefore this distress has come upon us. Reuben answered them, saying, Didn't I tell you, saying, Don't sin against the child? And you wouldn't listen. Therefore also, behold, his blood is required. They didn't know that Joseph understood them, for there was an interpreter between them. He turned himself away from them and wept. Then he returned to them and spoke to them, and took Simeon from among them and bound him before their eyes. Then Joseph gave a command to fill their bags with grain and to restore each man's money into his sack, and to give them food for the way. So it was done to them. They loaded their donkeys with their grain and departed from there. As one of them opened his sack to give his donkey food in the lodging place, he saw his money. Behold, it was in the mouth of his sack. He said to his brothers, My money is restored. Behold, it is in my sack. Their hearts failed them. And they turned, trembling to one another, saying, What is this that God has done to us? They came to Jacob their father, to the land of Canaan, and told him all that had happened to them, saying, The man, the lord of the land, spoke roughly with us, and took us for spies of the country. We said to him, We are honest men, we are no spies. We are twelve brothers, sons of our father, one is no more and the youngest is today with our father in the land of Canaan. The man, the lord of the land, said to us, By this I will know that you are honest men. Leave one of your brothers with me, and take grain for the famine of your houses, and go your way. Bring your youngest brother to me. Then I will know that you are not spies, but that you are honest men. So I will deliver your brother to you, and you shall trade in the land. They emptied their sacks. Behold, each man's bundle of money was in his sack. When they and their father saw their bundles of money, they were afraid. Jacob, their father, said to them, You have bereaved me of my children. Joseph is no more. Simeon is no more. And you want to take Benjamin away? All these things are against me. Reuben spoke to his father, saying, Kill my two sons if I don't bring him to you. Entrust him to my care, and I will bring him to you again. He said, My son will not go down with you, for his brother is dead, and he only is left. If harm happens to him along the way in which you go, then you will bring down my gray hairs with sorrow to Sheol. Father God, 
as we read about the dreams you gave to Pharaoh about what was to come. I'm reminded that you have sent Holy Spirit to be with us and that He will show us things to come. Help us to listen, Father, and to heed the warnings that you've given us, both in your Word and what Holy Spirit shows us. These things aren't revealed to frighten us, but to prepare us. And there is no better time to prepare for famine, for difficult times, than in times of plenty. Thank you for your faithfulness, Father. Amen. Please join us in our Facebook community and share your thoughts about today's reading. You'll find a link in the notes. And again, thank you for joining me as we read the Bible in a year. I can't wait to see you tomorrow as we continue our journey. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.